All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert Motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of hands, some mindful of thoughts. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, the momentum of this show, it's going to pick up, gang. It's going to pick up. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. But, gang, the meat of today's rotted sandwiches, fuckface Jeff Durbin. I'm just thinking about all the people and the topics that just make my piss nice and hot so we can get this show back on track. And I told you, presuppositional apologetics is my least favorite style of apolog apologetics. My least favorite apologist is fuckface Frank Turek, but probably coming in a very close second is Durbin. Durbin's the worst. And it's not that, you, know, you guys talk amongst yourselves, it's not that I don't know what's coming, right? It's the same bullshit that all pre-subs kick, right? They will just simply assert that they have won the debate by simply showing up. And you know what? Apparently, as the atheists, we already agree. And I'm like, then why am I here? Then what do they say? Just the fast for the West, therefore the mudge, kitty table. Kitty table. It's not that. Right? It, being shocked, tell you turn on some air. Being shocked at this stage of the game that a pre-sub sounds like that would be like me taking my ex-wife back and then being shocked and surprised when she dogs me the fuck out again. It's like, you, you already know this person's character. So that doesn't ah, bother me about it. What just really seals in the flavor with this fuck face. Again, I got to refresh everyone's memory because, you know, we've been off a track there for a while. Let me turn something on. Is yeah, there was something real fucked up. Uh, an 11-year-old girl was found. So I want to make sure I it was all kinds of fucked up. Where the fuck was I? Jeff Durbin, fuck it, let's just pick it up here. Again, ugh, my brain is completely farted. There was something real fucked up, gang. Uh, an 11-year-old girl, not in Austin, but in Texas. And I want to see if I can get an update on that, because that's just sitting on some bullshit. We, we, we don't deserve this world. We, we fucking blow. But eh, Durbin, oh, oh why well, don't like the fuck face? And let's just go pick up there, because I can't get it back. Again, it's not that he's a pre-sub, which sucks enough. It is the fact that both he and I are certified self-defense teachers. I've got black belts in Kajikimbo. He's got black belts in combat style Taekwondo. Now, I will tell you guys the exact same thing. I tell the women that come to my self-defense classes. First and foremost, don't let this be your last class continue to study and two there's no such thing as a wrong answer there isn't and it's just to squash the bullshit right if for those of you that followed the sport or the rise of the sport and the the popularity gained from brazilian jiu-jitsu in the 90s and the early 2000s we started to hear the bullshit right as i say that they've got giselle what's her name bunchen's monkey ass and she's doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu now. Okay, I don't know why that matters, but back on topic. 
But you always heard things like, well, that'll never work. That doesn't happen in real. And I've always said, cut the bullshit because you don't know that. You don't know that. Again, I only half joke when I say if there was a bad guy handbook out there, every good guy would do bad things to get a hold to it. Right. And then when you sit there and be like, hey, fuck faces, I've got the bad guy handbook right here. I can guarantee you'll never be raped or sexually assaulted or anything like fucking never. I've got their handbook. Five hundred dollars for every five minutes. That good guy would sell out his or her self-defense classes. They would. So that's why I've always said, cut the bullshit. Right. Well, that will never work. How do you know that? Well, no one does that in reality. How do you know that? Right. So again, there's no wrong answers. And I've seen some of his self-defense stuff online. I have. And you know what? Some of it, I'm like, I can get with that. The other one's like, I wouldn't teach that. But I don't know combat style Taekwondo. So, hey, he's teaching people how to fight. Knock yourself out, Jeff. My problem with that is he's not consistent. Because I have zero doubt, gang, that when Durbin hears those fucked up stories, that he's like, and I'm, I'm real sorry to hear that, Susie. I'm real sorry. That's all I can say is I'm sorry. That's what I say. That's what I say. Now, gang, if you if you've been a self-defense teacher longer than a year, I promise you, you have heard that story. Again, I'll never give details. But I still remember, and this is saying a lot, because I've been doing this for a long time, probably 20 years now. And I'm going to tell you something. I've heard, I thought I've heard it all. And this one person who we will call Mary, she held me after class and proceeded to tell me why she showed up for a women's self-defense class. Gang, it was the worst thing I've ever heard. And it's one of the few times that I've actually broken character. You try to be that supportive self-defense teacher, but there's always that, because I don't know these people. They don't know me. So you don't want to be all huggy feely. And so there's a boundary, right? If they need a hug, they will be the one to hug you. And you know, hey. And she held me after class and she started telling me about what happened to her. And gang, holy shit. Holy shit. It was fucking horrible. And I think now it's called personality disassociative disorder. But when we were kids, split personalities. Because Mary was talking about what happened to Mary like it had happened to Stephanie. And gang, she described the most horrific case of family sexual violence I'd ever heard. Except when she talked about it, she talked about it kind of just like this. There was about as much animation and emotion behind her voice as if she was reading the TV guide from 1984. And she's telling me these graphic details of what happened to her, but she's talking about it like it was someone else. Now, as she's telling me, because this was at the hands of a family member, and it happened from the time that she was a wee child till she left the fucking house. And as she's telling me what happened, it was rape is the only way to describe it. But before the rape happened, 
this family member would do something else to her. Podcasters, you didn't see, but yeah. <laughs> every single time, every single time he would do that, I'll say he'll he would choke her. He would choke her. Then sex crimes would happen. And again, I use this one loosely, but th those were her first quote unquote sexual experiences. And she talked about it just like this. And gang, the lump was already the size of my fist and in my fucking throat, right? And she's continuing. And I remember as she's, you know, winding it down. What, what was it? Wow, she said two things to end it. Fuck me. But let's just get to the last thing that she said. Because again, she's talking to me. Oh, first and foremost, now that she was an adult, she does have consensual sex. She does have consensual sex with, I guess, her current boyfriend, at least at the, at the time. The thing is, because what happened to her happened so often, and it was her, again, lack of a better term, her first time, she could not have sex unless her partner choked her almost unconscious before it happened. That's how fucked up it was. And again, I'm leaving out a lot of details here, gang. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to the fucking video. I was floored when she said that then to wind it all up. And again, she's still talking to me like she was RoboCop. And she said, and she's writing everything down. And she says, well, uh, Robert was, uh, it, it was any of this, my fault was, was, was this my fault. And that's when I lost it. My voice is cracking. My eyes aren't just bloodshot red from trying to hold back tears. Now I've got tears coming down my face. And I just remember just kind of putting my hand gently on that tablet so she could stop writing, so she can make some human contact. And I was like, please never say that ever again. That was not your fault. You nor anyone on the planet deserves what happened. Please, please do not say that. Please, please take more self-defense classes. Take them to your comfort level. If you need to see me, I'm right here. But just... No, it's not your fault. My point bringing up that horrific story, gang, was I guarantee you Durbin has heard pretty much the exact same shit. But where I am consistent, he is not. Because the only way to maintain any kind of humanity is after you hear stories like that, you protect them. You honor them. What you don't do is throw them on the fucking card table as a Trump card during a debate. And I've shown you the fuck face has done it. He will take that experience on stage when he's debating an atheist, and he will describe in detail what happened to Mary and say, if there's no God, what's wrong with this? Jeff Durbin, don't go to the kitty table. Go to the fucking toilet with that fucking attitude. Well, I mean, the atheist is mad, but I mean, does he have a workable justification as to why being raped for 18 years by, why is that bad? And an atheistic worldview, kitty table. You insensitive bastard. That's why I can't stand him.
And I remember I, I talked about it. I talked about it. I talked about it. Then I found the clip and I reviewed the game tape with you. And he was in Dublin, Ireland. And I remember the fuck face sat there. And again, in front of a woman. And maybe I'm just sensitive about it because of what it is I do for a living. But according to stats, yeah, you are more likely to be a victim of rape if you have a vagina. That, that's just the storyline, period, in the story. And so the fact that he would say this in front of a woman as a self-defense teacher is like, so if someone kidnaps, rapes, and mutilates a woman, is that bad? Jeff Durbin, please go fuck yourself. That's why I can't stand him. Because he is a woman self-defense teacher, except he absolutely fistfucks the honor code. How are you going to use these fucking experience? Fuck it. Let's just see it with the Autobots. Transform and roll out. What do you see? This bullshit. I, I could have easily turned this into a nine-hour venting session because that is how much this job should mean something to you if you are a women's self-defense teacher. I, I, I can all but guarantee, and we'll look it up, I can all but guarantee at seventh degree black belt, I probably outrank him by at least a stripe or two. I want to take his black belt off and beat him in front of his teacher, which, by the way, is a huge sign of disrespect. And, oh, yeah, I've seen that done. Let's go on over here to YouTube so I can cool off and get mad about something else. So this is from the good people. No, it's not. At Hope Reformed Baptist Church. And I guess they hired fuckface Jeff Durbin to give a seminar on how to win the atheist soul. So first and foremost, I'm going to tell you, you don't. You don't. On top of the fact that I don't believe in a soul, let me tell you why it is I don't believe how you can win the atheist soul. Because you can't change God's plan. Right? God knew when I hit 39, I was going to be an atheist. He knew that because that's what's going down according to his fucking plan. So you can't win our souls. If God has it in his plan that I live the rest of my life as an atheist and die as such, it means I'm going to go to hell. Which means you can't win shit. Dumbasses. So let's hit it with the blow up, she wait. Gang, it's your fuckface Jeff Durbin, which means this is going to hurt, and it's going to hurt badly. You guys ready? Let's roll the tape. Now, here's the, the, the point of contact with every person we ever talk to. They are either child of god or they are either hostile to god they are either in adam pause the tape we're already starting off sitting on some bullshit 21 seconds in you left out a crucial third option there fuck nuts or maybe we just don't believe in your bullshit and this is why it's like well uncle bobby why don't you do debates why don't you talk to them why don't you have conversations don't tell me that tell them that because i already know where he's coming from Romans. According to the book of Romans, we all know that his particular God exists. And apparently I'm lying to myself. 
right? I took you. We did that game tape on this little fuck knuckle as well. This is why I can't get monetized. You're right, Peter. Shit. Uncle Bobby, go fuck yourself. But he sat there. And I didn't say anything, but I'm sitting here watching this game tape. I'm like, is this dude fucked up? And that's saying a lot because I'm drinking straight whiskey, baby. But he was he was drunk. And, and so instead of like, look, if this means that much to you, have this conversation, my man, look. I'm about to belch. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. And here's the thing. Durbin's a recovering addict. And I got no jokes about that. But I was like, you know what being high looks like. You know what being inebriated looks like. Because according to him, he was popping pills, he was smoking dope, and drinking liquor. So you know what to look for. Hell, you could smell it. So we sat here and had this little back and forth, this debate with a drunk guy on a beach. And at the end of it all, again, Jeff's pushing him through his little meat grinder, right? Because he's a pre-sub. And then at the end of it, the dude was like, yeah, I get it. I mean, I know there's he pretty much admitted that Romans was right, right? Okay. Jeff came back and did a kind of behind the scenes with his little fucking buddy. And he was like, did you catch that at the very end? He, he, and I remember he was all, he, he said he knew, he knew there's a guy. He, he's fucking drunk. Right? I mean, come on. You fucking, this is what I'm saying. There's no conversation to be had, especially when you talk to a presuppositional apologetic fuckface. Probably a bad comparison, and I'm sure I'm supposed to hate him, but I don't. What the fuck? Okay, gang, just so you guys know, I was never a big fan of Destiny's Child, but everyone always was all on Beyonce. Beyonce. I don't give a shit what you say. Kelly Rowland was the most attractive member of Destiny's Child. Please go fuck yourself. She's just stunning. Jesus, let me skip back on fucking topic. Back on topic. Where was I? No, Steve McRae. I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to hate Steve McRae, but I don't hate Steve McRae. And I've talked to Steve McRae. And I have. We've talked online. We've talked on Twitter. We've even talked on the phone. Yeah, I've talked to him. And I've gone through the Steve McRae formula. I have. And you'll never guess what? I've done it more than once. And you will never. And you'll never guess what? Every time I get to the end of Steve McRae's meat grinder, guess who's an agnostic every single time? Every single time. And that's where I came up with the mindset. When you play Steve McRae's games by Steve McRae's rules, Steve McRae always wins. There is no way you start here end up there at the end of the Steve McRae uh, meat grinder and not be an agnostic. But as it turns out, I've told him and I'm telling y'all, I'm Robert motherfucking Reed and I get to define my goddamn self. Right? Same thing here. Right? Why don't you talk to apologists? Why why do you just snipe at them over video? Because there's no conversation to be had. Again, according to Chris's little meat grinder, I don't remember this, but I also don't give a fuck. But according to Chris's meat grinder, apparently, according to his termite crew, I said that rape was wrong. Then I said rape wasn't wrong. Don't ever guess what? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck because this is a meat grinder. These are scripts. 
you're either a child of God or you hate God or whatever. He's, no, you left out a third option. I do not believe you. But according to Romans, I'm lying. So again, go have a conversation with your Jesus and your fucking book. Wipe your ass with this bullshit. Gang, roll the tape. Or they are in Christ. They are covenantally linked to Adam or to Jesus. So my friend, Dr. Oliphant, wrote a book called Covenantal Apologetics. I'm sure it's sitting on some bullshit. He, there's presuppositional apologetics yeah. or covenantal apologetics. Same thing, just a different way to okay, describe it. Okay, pause Then it's sitting on some bullshit. Again, if you are a presup and you say this out loud in English words that we can understand, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I cannot think of a more cowardly way to enter into a conversation than with presuppositional apologetics. To sit there in front of another adult who is of sound mind and body and to tell them, I know more about what's going on in your head than you do, which is what presup is, fuck you. I cannot think of a more dishonest way to fight. Roll the tape. Describe it. And Dr. Oliphant, I think, did a, a masterful job in that book. I think it's fantastic. If you don't have it, sell your shirt and shoes and go buy it, okay? You need to have it. Do you have Amazon yeah. in Australia? Good. Okay. All right. Hawking Get that words. book. Covenantal Apologetics. I love what Dr. Oliphant was getting at. Ooh, really? He says in that book, covenantally, everybody is already linked to God in some way. Either hostility, it's marked by hostility, or it's marked by faith. So in apologetics, every person... Pause the tape. We're not going to get through this. Let me tell you guys something. First, refill. Because this whiskey is good to the motherfucker. Someone just gifted me this bottle at work, and damn. Not that I hate my job. I actually really like my job. But yeah, I'm surrounded by good-looking women who give me alcohol. I'm starting to think sometimes, even as bad as my life is right now, that it doesn't always suck. Put on their fuck faces. What was I saying anyway? He said something about apologetics. You guys just talk amongst yourselves. Let's get back to it. Then I also realized I didn't put my groceries up. All right. I'm having pasta tonight, except it's Cajun staff. I know when I got here, I was like, is this what pasta is? Yeah, it's sitting on some bullshit. This is boring than a motherfucker. Because in Louisiana, you don't have spaghetti. You got spaghettis with an S on the end. And spaghettis is basically a freezer dump. Kind of like Cajun cooking in general. And so when I get here and spaghetti is just this lump of fucking bullshit, I'm like, because Mama would make it in the fucking meatballs were like venison and they were highly flavorful and each one was like twice the size of my fucking fist. And it was nothing to see like a chicken wing or a drumstick and oh, go fuck yourself. Oh, hold on. Let's rewind this bullshit. person you talk to <laughs> oh, isn't neutral. Or it's marked by faith. Everybody is already linked to God in some way. Either hostility, it's marked by hostility, or it's marked by faith. Okay. So in apologetics, every person you talk to isn't neutral to God. 
Pause the tape. I think this row's going with that. Okay. Yeah, the hostility. Here's the thing about the hostility. Go fuck yourself. If by hostility you mean you're sitting there talking to someone who is just viciously insulting you. I just told you what's going on in my mind. And you got some asshole who you don't know and that does not know you. And they sit there and they tell you, you're lying. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, it was like Chris. <laughs> uh, hold on, my, my guy. Did you just assert my position for me? His response, oh, absolutely. How do you expect me not to get frustrated? I just had someone tell, I'm going to lie to your fucking face. Then I'm going to completely manipulate the game. To, this is all just going to be sitting on some bullshit. And by the way, you're going to sit there and take it. Now let's have this debate. What you guys call hostility, I call reasonable feedback, right? Again, you actually believe. And God, I just told you that I don't believe. You're lying. You're lying. Do, do you know me? I asked Chris that. It's like, dude, do you know my middle name? And he's like, no. Well, why is that relevant? And I said, you were making all these assumptions about, all these assertions about me. You don't know me at all. So again, Uncle Bobby. You like your birthday. I just told you I don't like my birthday. Well, I'm going to find out when it is, and I'm going to sing happy birthday to you. Uh, how about you don't do that? Because if you do that, I'm going to cuss you out. You know what happens when they come in? Happy birthday to you. Man, go fuck yourself. I told your monkey. Why are you being such an asshole? That's not hostility. That's called reasonable feedback. So Durbin, no. No, this isn't hostility. You stand there in front of other people and you insult their intelligence by saying, I know you better than you know yourself. That's not hostility. That's called reasonable feedback. Roll the tape. If they're not in Christ, they're at war with God. And our job as Christians is to try to find a point of contact within their rebellion to point to their borrowed capital, their borrowing from God to do what they're doing, to, to point to their internal inconsistencies, the collapse of their system apart from Jesus Christ. It's, it's essentially summed up in- Pause the tape. Yeah, we're not making it do this. Again, their worldview, their borrowed cap, these are all false assumptions. Because no matter how many times we tell this idiot, look, there's actually no such thing as the atheistic worldview. You know what they'll say? Again, all this stuff is starting to come back to me now, gang. Atheistic worldview. He sat there. I get over three atheists. And I think the other one's name was actually Jeff. And he kept saying, I need you to explain this from the atheistic point of view. Remember what atheist Jeff said? There's no such thing. Jerbin, what did he say? I need you to explain it from the atheist point of view. The other Jeff, it's not my worldview. You know what he said? You need to defend the what are you doing, Bubba? These are not conversations. Not honest ones at any rate. <laughs> Please go fuck yourself. It's been a while. So, gang, let's look up on the people's iPhone of knowledge. Jeff Durbin net worth. Okay. Here we go. It's the first one up. Look at his monkey ass. 
Okay, gang, it's on the internet, so it has to be true. $5 million. $5 million. Five, let's take $4 million out of there. Let's say they overshot it by that much. This motherfucker is worth seven digits by lying. By lying. And again, you do. Okay, fine. I called him a fuckface. But he's a liar. YouTube will pay him for lying. Again, I don't even care what he says. Let's let's take a look over here. Let's go to. Come on, come on. Oh, 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 go fuck yourself. Okay, Jeff Durbin. Apologia Studios has right under six hundred thousand followers. Isn't that silver plaque at minimum? And you guys wonder why it is I'm currently not posting on YouTube. Come on, gang, roll the tape. Come on. In this, in terms of, say, the unbeliever, the atheist, Van Til said that the unbeliever, the atheist, is like the small child who smacks his father. Pause the tape. How am I supposed to sit here and listen to a man who believes that a snake talking a virgin got pregnant? Compare me, the guy who says, yeah, that shit didn't happen, but I'm the small child. Okay, roll the tape. They're in the face. He's dependent upon his father to hold him in his lap. Otherwise, he couldn't reach. And the unbeliever's life is that their whole way. Say the atheist for a moment covenantally linked to God. They know the true God. They're in the imago dei and they can't escape it. They are at war with their creator. They're in Adam. What I need to do with the unbeliever is point out their life of borrowed capital. The fact that they are imaging God. The fact that they are living in futility in their whole system, which is the antithesis. You know, he's going to point that out to us by saying pizza sleeps fast under the West. Therefore, the mudge. By saying, defend the atheistic worldview. Uh, it's not my worldview. Defend the atheistic worldview. It's not my worldview. Nobody's going to prove this to us by saying, if there is no God, what's wrong with raping, mutilating, and murdering a woman? If, there, if there's no God, what's wrong with that? Well, that's real fucked up. It hurts the victim. But it was a good time for the rapist, which he actually said. This is how he's going to expose us. Go fuck yourself, man. You can't be serious. Just, just roll the tape. ...of the biblical worldview. And so what I point to is those moments. It's Richard Dawkins saying, no God, no good, no evil. We're just African apes. There's no purpose, no meaning. And it's me pointing out the inherent contradiction of a man who says he's an African ape, the descendant of fish, living like there are actual laws in the universe by which... Pause the tape. Jesus Christ. This is why I don't talk to them. You know, like I said, there's no conversation to be had. Dawkins is right. No, I'm sorry. Science is correct. We are classified correctly as apes. I don't know how to explain evolution, but apparently we are descendants of fish. And this fish pointing to myself, I don't like it when people hurt me. So if you hurt me, I'm either going to say ouch and or I'm going to defend myself. 
right? If you hurt me like that, I'm going to kick you out of my life. I mean, it doesn't prove you're God. It just proves that I don't like being hurt. That's it. That's it. Well, if there is no God, what's wrong with someone hurt? Kitty table. Kitty table, right? You're putting the cart well before the horse. Prove your God exists without word games. Then we can start telling me what your God is, is not responsible for. Hold the tape. She can do science as though he could justify go. an appeal to the uniformity in nature. God bless. Pointing to the unbeliever, the borrowed capital they have when they say there is no God, no good, no purpose. But again, pause the tape. That's what I'm talking about. Again, this is just God dry humping shit. Appeal to science, appeal to logic, appeal to art, appeal to athletics, right? Quite literally, you can't take a shit without God. Again, this is just God dry humping shit. This is just stupid. Again, these are not what's going on. These are not conversations, gang. They're, these are not conversations. They're not, right? Again, they, okay, my missing left testicle. And here's the thing. I have infinitely more evidence that leads to a proof. I still, the doctor who performed my surgery, I've got his phone number. I do. It was a total accident because I probably, normally it probably shouldn't happen. But it was an emergency surgery. I got wheeled in. He didn't know I was coming and I didn't know he was doing the cut. But he did it. And you know what? He did a bang up fucking job. Out there somewhere, I'm quite sure there are still records of that surgery. I can prove that I had a left testicle, then three quarters of it got taken out. I can prove that, right? But without my missing left testicle, you can't do science. The difference is I can prove that I had a left testicle, right? Well, without God, how can you do science? Can you prove your God exists? Pizza sleeps fast under the kitty table. Fucking kitty table. This is not difficult. Again, we are talking to and about professional fucking liars. That's it. Roll the tape. And yet they have they cry out against a moral atrocity. It's pointing to the unbeliever when the television is going. And four people die at an amusement park in Australia. You see, here's what's amazing. Pause the tape. If there is no God, what's wrong with those people dying in an amusement park? This is what I'm talking about. I remember, I told you all this one on one of my uh, shows not too long ago. In the Uncle Bobby comeback. Daniel. Right? I saw that tweet, Robert, and, you know, just so you know, because I did, I said, this is insensitive. It's a whole, if there is no God, what's wrong with her? I was like, fucking save it. That's disgusting. Right? Delete this. This is insensitive. Well, you know, I see where you, it, he didn't say it. He was defending it. And it was like, look, I, I know that sounded insensitive, but the, I know the Christian didn't mean to sound insensitive. But if there is no God, what's wrong with rape? Kitty people. Kitty table. Kitty table. I am not going to entertain such an insensitive conversation. I can't. If I know that you beat up girls... 
I can't be your friend. I don't care how quote unquote well you treat me. How do I break bread with this fuck knuckle and then go to work and look those women in the face and say, I'm here for you. I can't do it. And I told you there is no club to which I have membership that is worth my sense of morality. Right. If I found out that you beat up girls, you rape women. Well, first, I'm calling the fucking cops, but we're done, son. We're done. And that's it. And I don't owe you a fucking explanation because if it turns into a 29 minute debate on why I'm upset that someone got raped, why four people dying in an amusement, you're not worth my time. And I'm not justifying that to you. I just belch hashtag I'm professional. Here we go. Roll the date. Oh, now let's roll it. Amazing watch. In the last couple of days, you guys have experienced something awful in Australia where four people died. No expectation of it. No feeling of risk. And they died unexpectedly. And you know what's amazing about this? Watch this. If you watch, look around you next couple of days. Look around you and listen to the conversations. Here we go. Christian, Muslim, atheist, Mormon, Jehovah's Witness can all stand in front of the same screen. And the Mormon, Jehovah's Witness, Muslim, atheist, Christian can all shed tears together. But you can look over at the atheists and see them shedding tears. And that could start a conversation. Pause the tape. Exactly what I'm talking about. You guys are fucking tragedy pimps. This is their opportunity to run you through their script, their meat grind. Instead of the focus being the four people in the pine bots, their focus is now I get to win a debate. All I can say to that is fuck you. Fuck you. Roll the tape. Gentle conversation, a genuine conversation. If you have that opportunity, you could ask that unbeliever over a cup of coffee. You could say, hey, I, I noticed something. I'm going to say it. It was... It was important to me to see you do that. You're an atheist and I love you and I, I have a high level of respect for you. Can I ask you? You were, you were crying because of the, what happened at the amusement park. As an atheist, how, how as an atheist can you do that? How does your worldview make sense of tears? Pause the tape. And we are getting dangerously close to pausing the tape and ending the tape. You insensitive bastard, you piece of shit. How do you say this out loud? Hold on. Here, over to do that, Park. As an atheist, how, how as an atheist can you do that? How does your worldview make sense of tears over tragedy? Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself, Jeff Durbin. This is what happens when you do all of the talking and none of the listening. As an atheist, maybe you should ask me how as a human, But these are scripts. Atheism is not my worldview. Well, you should probably answer for the atheist. I just told you it's not my worldview. 
you got to talk about the atheist worldview. It's not my worldview. Kitty table. Fucking kitty table. I know what it's like to lose people. I've experienced a lot of loss in my life, not just my mom. Right. And not just getting ready to lose my dad. I've lost it. Lots of people. First funeral I ever went to, I think, was probably Massey, Coach Massey. I'll never forget it. I was in elementary school, my soccer coach, because his son, Justin Massey, was on the team. And you're so young. I mean, he's still. We were in the Park Village house, which means, yeah, second grade. I couldn't keep my underwear clean. And still to this day, I remember, you know what really stands out? I remember the funeral parlor. And I just remember Justin crying. And I look back and I remember there weren't a lot of people there. And I just remember seeing Coach Massey in the box. Now it's second grade, maybe. My whole life has been punctuated with loss. I remember, it's, yeah, I, I really can't remember a year. I'm sure some of you were like this, where I can't remember a year where I didn't bury somebody. Seventh, or was that eighth, eighth grade, I think? Jimmy Lee? Yeah, eighth grade. Car accident. And this was long before the seatbelt laws. Car accident. Jimmy from the navel down stayed in the car. Jimmy from the navel up was on the street. And I remember going, and he was so fucked up, you couldn't recognize. Right. They had to sew them back together. It was fucking terrible. Right. I remember that. And so it's like I was a Christian then. I'm an atheist now. But what can links both of those experiences? I was a human. I know what it's like to lose and it fucking sucks. So instead of lying and making me answer for something that I already told you, that's not my stance. How, as a human, does that make you feel? It makes me feel like shit. And instead of bonding over that like experience, people like Jeff Durbin are so emotionally bankrupt that he turns this into an opportunity to fucking debate. And YouTube pays him money to do this. Roll this fucked up ass tape. Because you see, what I think I see in you with respect, is I think I see the image Pause of God. Pause the tape in the tape. Pause the tape in the tape. I think I, I see you living in... Go fuck yourself. Let's go back. I've heard him do, get this fuck face off my screen. I say this with respect. That's no different than a Southern woman saying, bless his heart. If you're not from the South, if you hear a Southern Black woman say, bless his heart, she's getting ready to trash the shit out of you. I've seen Jeff do this. Just sit there and lie to people's face. Be disrespectful than a motherfucker. I love you. I love you. I respect you. I respect you. But go fuck yourself. That was ugly. That was disgusting. And he can officially go fuck himself. Gang, Uncle Bobby's only giving you one big motherfucking promise. As a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big motherfucking solution. Jeff Durbin, shut the fuck up. That was terrible. That was horrible. Holy shit, that was bad. And I'm pretty sure the fire just got lit right back up underneath my butt cheeks. Come on, gang, go fuck yourself. Oh, now I'm definitely coming back to YouTube. Look, let me tell you guys something. 
again, you if you apologist apologetics only attracts the le- the, the lowest amongst us, the lowest amongst us. If someone's selling you a product and they're sitting there telling you, you know what? Okay, so part of our script is we're going to dry hump the shit out of tragedy. Ray Comfort does this all the time. Fuck around and let a, tra- a, a death happen to a celebrity. Michael Jackson, name the fucking, go look at Living Waters. Every time a celebrity dies, uh, there's not 30 minutes between that and another fucking video. Is Michael Jackson in heaven or hell? He's probably burning like a motherfucker right now. Go fuck yourself with my best Ray Comfort impersonation. Tragedy pimps. If someone is sitting there and they are saying, you know what we're going to do? In order to be a part of this club, every time something real fucked up happens, instead of honoring that experience, we're going to dry hump it. And this is going to be an opportunity for us to increase our numbers. Fuck you. That's the exact same energy as a self-defense teacher standing there in front of a woman and making light out of the topic of rape. Well, again, and he said it probably two or three times in that game tape that I reviewed. If there is no God, what's wrong with someone raping, kidnapping, raping, and mutilating somebody? He's just out there and again, and apparently, and I didn't know what he's talking about, but in Australia, right? You were crying at a tragedy. Well, yeah, I was crying at a tragedy. Well, you're an atheist, right? Yeah, I'm an atheist. If there is no God, kitty table. You insensitive bastard. Instead of letting the star of the show being the four people in the box getting buried, instead of the star of the show being the families having to pick up the pieces, the star of the show is your dishonest debate tactic. You can go fuck yourself. And YouTube pays this man handsomely to sit up there and be in a lying, insensitive sack of shit. All right, gang, the big guy told you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go. Jeff Durbin, hands down, is one of the biggest sacks of shit I'll ever do a show.